he's in the ER right now. He's needing a touch from God. And all those uh, family members that you know that need prayer, lift them up as we pray tonight. So, uh, amen. I just want you to praise God. Do what you can to stand in the gap for those who need prayer. So I want to ask Brother Aaron if you'd come tonight and lead us in prayer. Amen. Stand with us as we pray. Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord. Good to see you all in the house of God. Amen. We've been looking forward to this for a long time. Uh, a holy convocation. When the people of God assemble, present ourselves before the Lord. So I'm glad you all came at the point of time. God, I know God has something for us. Amen. We come together in His name. And that name is uh, the, the mightiest name that a man can know. Because yeah. the Bible says in that name there is salvation. Amen. I appreciate the people of God. Amen. You know, uh, God wants to do a work in us starting tonight. And I know uh, He wants to renew us and revive us, refresh us. And it's up to us to be faithful. Amen. The Bible says to make our calling and election sure. Yes. Yeah. Amen. So I give honor to Brother Harold Stabetti. Now, it's good to see Brother Harv. Hey, Amen. 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 Sister Martha. Yeah. Lord, it came a long way to be with us. Amen. I know one thing that God blesses you when you do His will yeah. and do His work. That's right. Amen. And I'm going to, before we pray here, I'm going to read a scripture here. And, uh, during Bible study Wednesday night, boy, that was an awesome Bible study. And Brother Harold, he quoted the scripture, and I want to just kind of remind us all about the scripture. And this is what it says. It says, Thus saith the Lord, Let not the wise man glory in his wisdom, neither let the mighty man glory in his might. Let not the rich man glory in his riches. But let him that glorieth glory in this, Amen. that he understandeth and knoweth me. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. That's our glory right there. That we know the Lord God Almighty. Not just any God, but the true God. Amen. And eternal life. Amen. That's the God we serve. And that's the God who's with us tonight. And let's give him glory. Let's praise him. Amen. Heavenly Father, we thank you, mighty God. Amen. For your presence with us here tonight. And all your people gathered together. I pray, oh God, bless us tonight as we look to you, receive our worship. Amen. Lord, have your way. Amen. We thank you, Lord. Amen. For your spirit you have given to us. Amen. Your word, oh God, we have. The written word, the spoken word. Bless it to our hearts. Bless the man of God as he ministers to us, oh God. Let us receive. Amen. Take this word and be doers of it. Apply it to our lives. Find us again your love, Father. Let's be one mind, one accord. Amen. Pour your Holy Ghost upon us, O oh God. Use all those that are part of service, Father. Amen. I pray, O oh God. Amen. For all those, O oh God, who are afflicted with sickness, Father. Have mercy upon Brother Paul G, Father. Marshall, touch him and heal him. Amen. Minister to every need represented here tonight. As only you can do. For you are the true God, the Almighty. And we're careful to give you all the praise and glory. In Jesus' name, everyone stand. Amen.
praise the Lord, Saints. Amen. Brother Gary and the musicians and I were here a little after five running through some of the worship music and that was nothing special. <coughs> but man, the Lord showed up just like that. Amen. I'm so glad we serve a God that when we call on him, he answers. Yeah. It, it really disheartening sometimes. You call somebody, nobody picks up, nobody's there, and amen. We don't ever have to worry about that with God. Sometimes, even if we can't say anything, all we have to say is Jesus, and he's there. Amen. So I'm so thankful for the Lord tonight.
Lord, we thank you so much, Lord. You bless us in so many ways, Lord. Hallelujah. Jesus. Lord, I pray. I pray you bless the offerings that we give tonight, Lord. Bless them in a mighty way, Lord. Help us, Lord. Help us to do it with a cheerful heart, Lord. Giving back to you, Lord, for all that you give to us. And Lord, I look forward to what you have for us. You said you'd bless us. You'd open up the windows of heaven, Lord. Let it be done, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah.
Amen. That's all right. You can just keep on worshiping. child of God and you're not a child of God if you're somebody that knows God and if you're somebody that doesn't know God you can't help but feel his presence in this place think about what it says in the book of Acts when the Holy Ghost was poured out upon the 120 believers in the upper room in Jerusalem in chapter 2 of Acts. You can find out the only response or reaction that people that were around that could, you know, come up with is, you know, they were trying to ask, what is this? What meaneth this? They couldn't explain it. But it was a fulfillment of God's word that he promised that in the book of Joel, in the last days, saith God, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. Amen. And I know, you know, a lot of uh, Bible uh, people that study the Bible, a lot of theologians, they always like to, you know, read that scripture and then they always like to refer it to back then in that day but did you know we're living in the last days and did you know that God is still pouring out his spirit upon all flesh the, the most important thing that a, a lot of people miss is this that was the beginning of the church age and this we're coming to the end of the church age so if that was what the people of God uh, we're going to experience and going to receive it's still for all of us today yes. as many as the Lord our God shall call yes. and so it's very obvious very evident that what the Lord is doing and that he's calling he's reaching out and he's calling all those who will hear yes. all of you that have an ear to hear make yes. no make no mistake Amen. You're in this place because God allowed you to be here so that you can come face to face with Him. You could come in contact with Him. And so, you know, I, I, I say this, I say this quite a bit because you just cannot contain everything that God is and what He wants to do for us. Even in the few moments that we spend in worshiping Him. Amen. Amen. It's just like, 
There's no way you can do that. And obviously the Lord is in this place and he wants to do more. That's all. That's what I understand. So I, you know, it, it, it just, um, it's like, uh, to me, it's like we're just teasing him. I remember going up to, uh, amen, Oxford House, Manitoba. And I'm trying to remember the year. I think it was 1986 or 1987, way back when. And the first time we ever made our, you know, our, our, our way up there. And, and we met a lot of precious people up there in Canada, all up and down Manitoba. And that is a, a big province. I mean, from one end of the province to the others, I would easily say it's probably about 800 miles or more. And we, we went to the pretty northern extent of Manitoba. And the, the furthest place we, we were able to visit was a, was, a, was a reserve called Oxford House. Oxford House. And the Northern Cree. The Northern Cree. And I remember Brother Matthew Garrett, the pastor there at Cross Lake Reserve, who was responsible for us being able to go into Oxford House. We had to be flown in. It was so far up there, there was no roads to drive on. So you had to be flown in up there. And so we were flown in up there. And I remember him, you know, we met some of the elders there, up there in Oxford House. And, and I remember Brother, Garrett's, uh, Brother uh, Garrett saying this, Matthew Garrett said this, he said, Brother, Brother Marshall, I want you to be prepared. He said, because when these people come together for church and when they come to worship God, he said, they don't fool around. <laughs> so I was trying to imagine what it was he was talking about. And when they started their worship service, we're used to, what time did we get started? <laughs> 6.30 and we're just sitting down a few minutes after 7 when we officially stopped. Guess what? The worship service went on over an hour. And you know, it wasn't it wasn't entertainment. It wasn't any kind of anything like that. It wasn't a, you know, a, a, a show by any means. What, what really struck me was the heart of all the people there were, that were there wanting to worship God. And to me, they were expressing not just their love and adoration to Him, Amen. But their worship was such that it, it you know, it it obviously was evident of their hunger, Amen. evident of how you know big their thirst for God was. Because they, and let me tell you something: the power of of the Holy Ghost, the anointing of the Holy Ghost that fell upon us there, I can never, never forget it. It was like. When you're in that presence of God so strong, it was just really thick. I mean, it was like, amen. There's nothing you'd experienced before. Guess what? You don't even think about time. Amen. Right. Right. Amen. You're so caught up in the moment that time just seems to elude you. And it, it just seemed like that hour didn't go by really slow. It was because, guess what? If you're a worshiper of God, you're going to worship God. And you're not going to waste any time. To me, and I'm not trying to be a judge of anybody, but you know, the Lord allowed me, He gave me a gift, not just to minister the Word, but also as a musician, 
and a vocalist, if I want to put it that way. I can't see sing as near as well as my daughter can, but I can make a joyful noise unto the Lord. I love to worship God. I love to worship God. And so, you know, the, the extent that I love to worship God, it just seems like I could never get enough. So, Amen. you know, moments like this, it seems like we're just teasing him. <laughs> we're just, you know, and to me, if it was up to me, if I was leading song service, we'd still be worshiping right now. Because right. we need to touch God. We need to touch God. And we need to, amen. amen, let the Lord lead us into those places with him. Thank you. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise God. With him. Amen. All right. I don't know about you, if we're living in the last days, I don't know about you, but I want to take advantage. Yes. Of the time we come into his presence. And as Brother Aaron said at the beginning of the service. Amen. When we come together in holy convocation. Right. To worship him. I want to take advantage of it. I don't want yes. to fool around. Yes. Amen. I'm serious. I, I want to live for God. How many of you want to live for God? Yes. Amen. I want to live for God. I've done a lot of living in my life. And I, I'll be honest with you. There were. Times before I knew the Lord, I, I didn't live for God. But I'm glad I live for the Lord right now. Amen. Everything about my life is centered around Him. Amen. I, I ministered a message a few weeks ago. The, the, the title of my message is, The Life That I Now Live. I'm glad. I'm glad I'm living for Him right now. I have no regrets. No regrets. And uh, He's been a good God to me. From the moment I received the Holy Ghost up until now, He's been a good God. Amen. I cannot say one negative right. thing about Him. That's right. Amen. He's been nothing but good. That's right. Through the thick and through the thin, yes. through the sunshine, yes. through the shadows, on the mountaintops and in the valley low, yes. God has been so good. Yes. Amen. Amen. And, and let me tell you something. That's that's amazing. I'm still in awe of Him. I still love Him so much. Hallelujah. Praise God. So I'm looking forward, amen, to this evening. And uh, I would like, uh, uh, I want to take just a couple of testimonies. And when I say a testimony, I mean a testimony. Yes. Amen. Praise God. If you know what I mean, yes. a testimony. Yes. Not a sermon. Yes. A testimony. Yes. And then before... After I get done with the testimony, I want to call on uh, uh, my brother David if he would stand and say something for the Lord. It's good to see him, but uh, anybody out there want to stand up and say something for the Lord? Yes. Brother Dan. Um, I wanted to share this uh, a couple weeks ago, and, and I didn't. And I mean, it's, it's pretty amazing. You wonder about, um, you know, uh, he preached on um, do we resemble who we serve? And it's like, do we, you know, are we serving the world and, and Satan? Do we look like the world and act like the world? Or do we act like our Father, Christ? So, it, that got me and I said, man, think about that. Every person you meet and every situation you're into, it's like, man, what would Jesus do? Yeah. So, 
And that's, you know, that remember that saying that went around the <laughs> church? Yeah. Even though they're not doing what Jesus would do. Yeah. But anyway, um, I, I had a, a, a young lady. Um, she had an issue of blood. She was very scared. She was bleeding very, very bad. So I get a phone call, and they and they can you take me to the hospital? I said, sure. I'll be over to get you. So I go over, pick her up, and whoo! Wow! Yeah. Woo! I have a little bottle of oil. <laughs> so I said, can I pray for you? Woo! She said, sure. So I went over. She said, what are you doing? I said, this is symbolic. I said, don't, there's nothing, don't worry about this. Put oil on her forehead. I prayed over her. It was a simple prayer. I said, Lord, heal her. Yep. Woo! Take care of her. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Get done praying for her. And she sits here. She goes, that's the first time anyone's ever prayed for me. Wow. She said, now everything's going to be okay. Amen. Woo! Amen. So, take you to a hospital. I said, give me a call when you're need to get picked up okay so no sooner did i get home phone rings you can come pick me up there's nothing wrong that's how it works i thought about that and i said we make everything so complicated we got to figure it all out but it's the little simple things yeah. we do in the name of Jesus yeah. that are right there. Wow. So, praise the Lord. I hope Amen. that encourages yeah. Praise the Lord. My uh, my wife raised her hand. Was it? Wow. Okay. Go ahead, Sonona. Martha Garcia tonight. Yeah. Uh, Amen. We appreciate her. Yes. Known her for a long time. So, Sister Martha, go ahead. from back there uh, when we were there in Arvada so many of them 
my wife and I, we refer to them as our spiritual siblings. And there's so many of them, you know, right off the top. And then one, one of them is uh, Brother Carlos Martinez. And I really love Brother Carlos, you know. And when we were living back there, and Sister Martha's husband, Brother Ricky, I remember those two pretty good because it seemed like uh, when we came into the church, and of course, everybody back then thought we were Mexicans. <laughs> and then, as one person told me one time, he said, you're the tallest Mexican I ever seen. <laughs> But when I told them we're not, I'm not Mexican, they said, you're not? No, I'm Native American, okay. But you know what, here's the thing about what Sister Martha said, I, and you know, and I, you know I, I say this every now and then, I always comment about this. I was born in the fire, and I can't live in the smoke. And, and you know, when we, when we went, came to the church there in Arvada, my experience was such that when the Lord brought, took us there, everything that was happening to us at that moment in our lives, it was just so amazing. We experienced so many things supernaturally. And, and man, I tell you what, it was just something. And, and I knew right then and there because what we were brought into and what we were born into, I thought to myself, man, how blessed we are to be able to be born into a place like that. And so I have that connection and, and, and Brother Javier and uh, Sister Sandra and all of them, that's why they're so dear to me. Every, everything they've ever done for me, I tell you what. And, and I never forget that. So I, I know this because I've been born, I was born in that place. Amen. And I was sharing with Sister Martha, I said, I don't want to live. I don't want to live any lower than that I want to live in that place that I was born into I want to live in the fire and I know a lot of people look at that and they you know but you know what I think it's very possible it's very possible when you experience what God has given you there's just no way you there's nothing in this world you can compare it to there's nothing you can compare it to nothing is like it so if I were you, I would just, amen, I would just cherish what God has given you as far as your born again experience is concerned. Because I tell you what, and if you do, he will never, never let you down. He will always, he will always bless you in such a way that, amen, that you will. Always be in awe because that's the way I feel right now. Amen. I'm still in awe, and, and every time I, I I come together with Brother Javier and and of course our, our other brothers and sisters, it takes me back to that time. And you know the Bible talks about going back to your first love. Mm -hmm. So they're always a reminder to me, and that's I told Sister Martha today. I said I get emotional. I, I turn into a big baby because it takes me back to that time. And man, I tell you, what, I'm so thankful the Lord came into my life. Amen. Praise God. Yes. So, amen. amen. So I appreciate it. Uh, fellowship we have, and of course our, our relationship in the Lord, special to me, and, and and I thank God for it. I want to ask Brother David to stand up and say something for the Lord tonight. Being in the house of the Lord, uh, I appreciate God's people and uh, the efforts that you put uh, 
But I was coming down this way, and the Lord put a thought on my heart, and I said, I'll, I'll, I'll share it, Lord, if you give me the opportunity. Thank you, Pastor, for the opportunity. I appreciate the pastor, appreciate the man of God, Brother Javier Jimenez, and, and man, being faithful, being there all the time. When I think of Denver, I think of you, Brother, Sister Sandra, and the others, you know, Brother Anthony, and all them that have gone on, and praise God. So it's good to see you again. I, I dreamed of this day. Amen. With the, the thought the Lord laid on my heart, I just want to share a little bit. He said, not a sermon, but I want to share what the Lord laid on my heart. He said, the glory of the children are their fathers. The glory of the children are their fathers. Yes. Amen. So uh, the, the thought the Lord told me to, to talk about is the glory, the word, the glory of the children are their fathers. That word glory refers back to the Shekinah glory. Yes. The very essence. Hallelujah. Of God. Yes. Now I know Brother Harold was a father physically. Brother Aaron, we have fathers here physically, and our the physical traits kind of pass on, you know, physically. But also in the spiritual realm. Hallelujah. I appreciate when you're talking about, oh, I, Brother Hancock said, I was born in the fire, I can't live in the smoke. That's the glory of his father. Yes. 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 He said, I shall baptize. He's going to baptize yeah. you with the Holy Ghost. Yeah. And what? Yeah. Fire. Yeah. Fire. Yeah. Fire. 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 Yeah. Amen. There's no place like the church of the living God. Yeah. There's no people right. like yeah. the church of God. There's no higher yeah. fire that God gave the church. Amen. Yeah. There's a fire that's a yeah. powerful fire yeah. that cleanses your mind. Yeah. When you're oppressed, get in the prayer closet. Yeah. Amen. children are their fathers and so I was glad I, I, I know several prophets several apostles and they're real yeah. and they walk among us yeah. and they by the grace of God have laid hands on me and prayed for me and, and all this stuff and they're, they're, they're been in my life and God has brought them through brother Harold praise God yeah. pastor Harold he, he how many times he cast the devil out of me I can't remember but he several times but God put him in my life and so, you know, that glory is there. And so, whether you believe it or not, I'm going to tell you something. God has given you an awesome heritage. Yeah. 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 And it's not just a physical heritage. You're coming under, praise God, yeah. the authority of an anointed man of God. Yeah. You better count that a privilege.
here to my last song, 2008 in California. And uh, they laid hands on my children and Sister Darla and all of us. And they begin to pray. And oh, the power that came. Amen. Amen. We never had children, but you are my child. You're my son. Come here, my son. Thank you, Jesus. And pray for me and Sister Garrett. So when I looked at her, she couldn't stand up right alongside. I knelt down beside her. I laid my head in her lap, and she said, "My son, my son." And she began to pray in her way. You're speaking in tongues in the Holy Ghost. Wow, I'm so unworthy of that. I'm so unworthy. But two men of God, and after the man of God went up to heaven, the mantle came down. And he went back to the... Soon after he got the mantle, Pastor, it wasn't years. He didn't have to go to college. He went right back. Moments after that, went right back yeah. to the same river yeah. they crossed before. Yeah. And he said, where is the Lord God of Elijah? And he smoked that, and right then and there, miracle happened. Yeah. Right. Just Amen. a few moments Amen. after he Amen. put the man with the spirit right. on. Right. Hallelujah. Amen. And this is what I'll end with. The other people watching said, this is what they said. Listen to what he said. The spirit of Elijah is upon Elisha. There's a heritage. Thank you, man of God, for standing all those years. Thank you, man of God, for standing all those years. I want that spirit! Thank you very much, Brother David. Thank you. <coughs> Thank you very much. Thank you, Lord. Praise wow. God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. It's, it's difficult for human nature to do that. We'll always come up with our excuses, our, our answers, our, our reasoning why we don't want to. But when you think about it, you know, and, and just... Walking in the spirit of humility yeah. and obedience. Yeah. And when you subject yourself to that, you submit yourself to that. You know, you, you understand what it is, uh, especially when the Lord calls you and you become a follower, you become a disciple. And then when you learn that and that concept, that principle is instilled in you and you walk by that, by that rule. People don't like the word rule and orders. Yeah. Uh, uh, regulation and all that kind of stuff. But did you realize this? The Holy Ghost has rules. The Holy Ghost has orders. The Holy Ghost has regulations, has laws, has commandments. And amen, all that. Praise God. So if we learn how to walk in that, let me tell you something. That's, that's the key. Like he said, that anointing, that mantle will be passed on so that's why it's really important for you and i praise yeah. god that's something that we come to understand as we obey god and do his will 
Amen. It's good to have uh, Brother Javier here, Brother Javier Jimenez. Amen. Amen. I love this man. He baptized me in Jesus' name. Wow. Amen. Praise God. And because of what he did, the old Harold is buried, and dead, and gone. Praise God and Amen. And it's, it's something I will never ever forget. And and children when they're born into the world, and I'm talking about our children. They, of course, you know they they don't determine who their parents are going to be, or they don't determine the the time of their birth. They're just born. They're just they're following, obviously, Amen. The order of God and creation. But you think about this. When children are born into this world, they should be born into a healthy, happy environment. So I can honestly say I was born into, spiritually, I was born into a healthy, happy environment. That's why, that's why my memories are so, amen, strong and so beautiful. And I think Brother Javier, all these years has been faithful and, and I love him very much. So I want to, without any further delay, call him up to him. And just, amen. Have him obey the Lord tonight. So, brother, how do you give the Lord a hand clap if you can? good to be here. Yes. I can't tell you how how glad I am when I come and oh my I don't know if I just keep crying or what. <laughs> so good to be here. Um, my dear little sister Martha and I made the journey yes. again. <clears throat> and uh, just just so glad to be here. Just so glad to be here. I I am just thrilled for my dear brother David. Oh, it's been a long time. But yes, you know sir. what? The Lord is good. Yes. Amen. The Lord is good. Amen. You know, I had so many little things I, you know, preliminaries, if you want to call them. And these men just, just, just blew me away with the tears. Uh, I remember many years ago, I was in the seventh grade. And uh, we had a gym teacher who always wore shorts up to about right above his knee and he had a hole in one of the knees brother was a uh, a souvenir from the Korean War if you want to call it that and he always kind of hobbled and he got us 7th graders you know when you're in the 7th grade 8th grade, ninth grade you think you know it all Yes. You're the, one of the smartest people around. And he sat us down, brother. And, and he started talking about life. You know, here we are, seventh graders. We don't know nothing. And he said, if you ever need to cry and let it all out, you go ahead and cry. That's right. 
Amen. Good to see you, brother. My old friend, Brother Richie. Praise God. Sister, thank you for the cookies and everything else. Good people here. But it's so good to be here. Man, I, I don't know where to start, brother. I got blown off course here. Oh, it's good to be here. So good to be here. You know, we were worshiping and singing and the instruments were blaring. Can you imagine what it will be like? Yes. What did he say? I have not seen, ear have not heard. Oh my. If the Lord was to ask me, when would you like me to come for you? Yes. Let's do it when we're worshiping God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Quería hablar en español. Hay alguien que habla español aquí? Any Spanish speakers? <laughs> Praise God. Dios es muy bueno. Demás. Praise God. I don't know everyone here. I know some of you. And it's so good to see you all. But I want you to know that whatever need you have, whatever need you have, yes, God can take care of that need. Yes. Amen. Brother Harold was uh, sharing some things with me today. And we were talking about, I believe it, it's Acts 1911. Yes where the scripture says, and God wrought special miracles by the hands of Paul. And we started talking about special miracles. Special miracles. When you tell someone to drink this water and you'll have new blood, that's a special miracle. When the man of God told the woman to go borrow all these vessels and start pouring oil into everything, those are special miracles. When the Lord told Peter, the fisherman, go catch a fish and pull out our tax money, that's not a normal miracle. That's a special miracle. So I want to tell you tonight, and some of you are sick, some of you need a touch in your body. Some of you need a touch in your mind. Some of you need to be delivered from anxiety. It doesn't pay to worry. Or we'd all worry and be rich. But I want you to know that God is able and willing if we are willing. So whatever need you have tonight... He is the healer. Like yeah. the song says, he's a miracle, no, way maker, miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the tunnel, and a million other things. But during these days that I am privileged, I, I, I feel privileged here because I'm in, a, in, in the midst of, of special people. This man had me balling over there. That man had me balling over there. 
I'm, I'm amongst friends. Yes. Feels good to be liked. Yes. Amen. You know, I had a birthday uh, a couple weeks ago, I think. 6th of September, if I recall. Sister Walker, good to see you. Praise God. I had, I guess, a birthday week. I had three birthday breakfasts. Not one, but three. Had a little gathering, and it, you know, and I, I never like to kind of get the limelight. You know, I'm just, I'm just somebody. No one's special. But God died for me. And it felt good that you know I was getting texts from all over the place. Brother Rich in the back, he, uh, he thought I was born on the fifth, a day early. And then he corrected himself and sent me a text on the 6th. Thank you, brother. But it feels good to have friends. Amen. I read this years ago. Being friendly has its benefits. I'm selling my classic little Honda CRX. With about 365,000 miles, brother. Wow. It's a classic little car. My dear wife never set foot in that car. It's too low, I'll throw up. That was her excuse. Anyway, long story short, so I put it in, uh, I joined Facebook not to communicate with people, but for this thing called Marketplace. You know, you reach a lot of people. Just, just bear with me, okay? We're, we're going somewhere. Anyway, so I put it on, and uh, I get all these, you know, does it run and all this stuff. It, it's a great little car, okay? Anyway, so this guy sends me a text, and he said, it's a pile of blankety-blank, old, ugly 90s car, you know, and all they just cut it up bad, brother. Cut it up bad. And I thought, man, what did I do to you? <laughs> so I responded, thank you for your honesty. Have a great day. Awesome. <laughs> Never heard back from him again. <laughs> Praise God is good. Amen. Anyway, while I'm here, uh, don't stand, but I'm going to read a verse, and then you're going to stand for the, the real verse I'm going to preach from today. But if you don't get anything from this old Mexican boy, get this. All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable, advantageous. It's good for you. For doctrine, for reproof, for correction, and for instruction in righteousness. So if you don't get anything else by what I babble up here, try to preach or share with you, get that verse. Okay? Get that verse. Praise God. Now I want you to stand. Do you know the Word of God has a lot of good things? The love of God, the blessings of God. But at the same time, the word of God has judgment, has bad things that will happen to people if they don't believe and obey the word of God. Amen. 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 
So it is profitable yeah. if we do what it says. Right. In the book of Hebrews, chapter 11, I want to read the first six verses and then we're going to pray again. And before we read, if you have a phone, if you would please shut it off or silence it. If you're using it for a Bible, wonderful. I would recommend you get one of these. You can hug it. You can squeeze it. You can lay on it. You can't stand on it like I used to. Because I promised somebody not to do that no more. But uh, I recommend you get one of these. You know, Jesus used the paper edition. Praise God. Hebrews chapter 11, beginning of verse number 1. For a few minutes today, I want to try to encourage you, edify you, exhort you, rebuke you if necessary. But I want to help somebody today. I want to help myself today. When I preach to you, I preach to myself. I got this this morning sometime. I usually get things from the Lord early in the morning. And this came to me because I'm always reaching, trying to find the will of God, trying to find out where I'm at. I know I'm in Vermilion, South Dakota, but I want to know where I'm at with God. Beginning in verse 1. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. For by it the elders obtained a good report. Through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. By faith Abel offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain, by which he obtained witness that he was righteous, God testifying of his gifts, and by it he being dead, yet speaketh. By faith Enoch was translated that he should not see death, and was not found, because God had translated him for before his translation, he had this testimony that he pleased God. Amen. And for a few minutes tonight, we're going to preach to you from verse number 6. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that casually seek him. Did I mess that up? Let's read it again. And that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Brother Harold, let's let's pray one more time. Lead us in prayer. Lord, put your hand upon us tonight. Yes. I pray that you would minister by your spirit, by your word, Lord. You would use the man of God and let him yes. speak as an oracle Thank you, Jesus. of your spirit, Lord. Yes. Bless us, O God, and give us the yes. faith, O Lord. Jesus. And God, that we may receive, O Lord, what you have for oh, us. God. God, we ask this in the name of Jesus. Christ. Everything. Let it be done, Lord, in your holy name. Amen. Thank you, Amen. Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You may be seated. This evening, for a few minutes, I want to preach to you 
about he is a rewarder. Praise God. You know, we go through life, and how many of you know life is fair? <laughs> it's not. That's right. The brother was talking about we have no choice who we're born to. You know, thank God I was not born in Havana, Cuba. Uh, Sister Martha and Brother Kanyas and, and a number of us had the privilege almost four years ago to go on, uh, I guess, like a little missionary trip to Cuba. And let me just tell you that communism does not work. It doesn't work. But thank God we were not born there. Thank God that we were not born in Beijing, uh, China, or Moscow, Russia, or any of these other places where freedom does not exist. So if you live in America, thank God that you have the liberty and the freedom to come here and to worship God because you want to come. Praise God. One more scripture. Let's go to the book of uh, Matthew chapter 5. A very, very familiar verse in verse 6. Blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. Praise God. You know, it's amazing how you do things. How many of you work here? Anybody? We got a few. <laughs> I worked a lot. I worked when I thought I was going to lose my fingers to frostbite. I worked when it was 107 and the boys were crying that it was hot. I prefer 75, 80 degrees. But sometimes I don't call the shots on the weather. So I've got to work in whatever. But you work, what do you get? Why do you work? What do you get uh, every Friday or Monday or every other week? What do you get? You get a paycheck. You get compensated for your labor. You work hard and you're a salesman and you're a go-getter. You get a little more. And, and if, do we have any salespeople here? Saw a little hand go up. I know she. Anyway, but if you sell things, the secret is you ready? People pay a lot of money for this. You ready for this? The secret, if you if you buy and sell things, are you ready? Buy low and sell yeah. high. Yeah. That's the secret. Yes. That a is. simple secret. Simple secret. And so we work and we are rewarded. We are rewarded for our efforts. Sometimes you got to get up early. Sometimes you go in late, you get home late. My new neighbor next door starts work at 3 and gets at 3 in the afternoon, gets home at 3 in the morning. Wonderful hours and all, they're terrible. But he does it. To be rewarded, rewarded, rewarded. And so if we transfer that same principle to the things of God, that's what we want to talk about for just a little bit. Praise God. He is a rewarder of them that casually seek. 
We live in a world, in a Christian world, especially among us apostolic people, Pentecostal. What I, I prefer the word apostolic. You know why? Because if you're apostolic, you are Pentecostal. But if you're Pentecostal, sometimes you're not apostolic. So if you follow the apostolic doctrine, there is some Pentecostal experience and the worship and the experience of the Holy Ghost. But, but I noticed something. And just so you know, I'm coming up on 50 years of living for my God and Savior Jesus. 50 years! I've seen a lot of people come and I've seen a lot of people go, but people like him and him and him and him and her and her are still going for God. But some have dropped by the wayside. Some have said, man, I, I can't do that. Well, guess what? Some of us are still doing it. But they've made seeking after God conditional. Conditional. If it doesn't cost me a lot, I'll do it. If here, here's here's something that really gets me. There, there's a new thing, and I and I've seen this over the last years. If I'm not tired, I'll go to church. If I'm not tired, I'll go to the prayer meeting. If I'm not tired, I'll read my Bible. Is that what it said there? No. But I've seen that. The word tired is now the new excuse. How come you didn't come to church? I was tired. Yeah. Wow! <laughs> A lot of you raised your hand because you work and you're here. Amen. So you're rewarded Amen. by your efforts. I think of a man by the name of Cornelius. We don't have time to go to the book of Acts chapter 10. Good homework for some of you. This man, God only knows how long he prayed. How long? We don't know how. We don't know what, how he knew about the things of God. All we know is what the scripture says. Uh, he was fasting. He was praying. And a man in bright clothing shows up one day and says, Call for this guy whose surname is Simon, whose name is Peter. And he'll tell you what to do. We don't know how long he prayed. Yeah. But God rewarded him yeah. one day. Yeah. I've never seen an angel. Maybe some of you have. You know, I, I was when my wife was sick, we were praying, and I felt the presence of God. I was expecting to see a guy in bright clothing, but he never showed up. This man saw him. Right. He was rewarded for praying yeah. and fasting right. Right. and being generous with right. his money. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I want to be rewarded. Amen. I'm going to preach one day, I don't know when. Convenience versus sacrifice. Yes. Ten rounds. Yeah. Let's see who wins. Amen. 
Praise God. It's so convenient to stay home, brother. Yeah. Yeah. It's so convenient just to roll over the pillow and continue yeah. sleeping away. It's so convenient because I'm tired. It takes sacrifice to live for God. God will reward you when you sacrifice for Him. Oh, it's so easy. It's so easy to just you know what? I'm tired, honey. I'm not going to go to church. Praise God. Oh, it's so easy. Praise God. You know, Brother David, I thought he was going to say one of my lines. <laughs> I knew I'm in the will of God, just you know. That man said some things today. I said, you know what? I'm good. And then he gets up and says, I said, I'm real good. <laughs> he talked about a man by the name of Elijah yeah. and Elisha. And you know, since the days of those two prophets and Moses and Jesus so shows up on the scene, no one had ever seen the miraculous, but in a much grander scale when the Lord himself walked on this earth. But these two guys here, Elijah and Elisha, they were prophets of God and right. miracles happened. Right. I mean, from fire in the right. sky, water opening up in the river, oil flowing like crazy. Right. They were men of God. Yeah. Yeah. But the part he left out for me was when uh, Elijah asked Elisha, uh, what do you want? Yeah. <laughs> what would you like? If you see me go. Yeah. He didn't say I want to be just like you. He says I want a double portion of what you want. A double portion. Praise God. A double portion of what you got. That's asking a lot buddy. But it's okay. If you see it you're going to get it. And like the brother said, he went to the river, had the mantle. Where's the Lord God of Elijah? And he smote the water and he walked across the He's a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. You want a reward? Start seeking him diligently. You know, uh, COVID kind of messed things up a little bit. We had what I called computer church. Brother, you didn't even have to change into church clothes or nothing. You could stay in your jammas and slippers and whatever. You could have your coffee and pancakes and eggs while you're having computer church. It wasn't designed that way. It was not designed that way. And some people are still having computer church. Yeah. Praise God. Remember? Convenience for sacrifice. Yeah. But I want to be rewarded. I, I want something from God. Yeah. Oh, hallelujah. Uh, let, let's go to one of your favorite books you like, you like to read. One of your favorite books in the Bible. Thank you for correcting me, brother. If you go to the book of First Chronicles and you start reading about begat so-and-so and so-and-so's son, 
that's a difficult book to read. But, but, go to chapter 4 and verse 9. God inserted, what, what, did, what, did, what was the whole thing I started off with today? If you don't get nothing else, what, what did I tell you to get? All scripture. Is given by inspiration of God and is profitable. And so we read these two verses in 1 Chronicles chapter 4, verse 9 and 10. Let's, let's read it real quickly. And Jabez was more honorable than his brethren, and his mother called his name Jabez, saying, Because I bear him with sorrow. He had no control of who he was born to. He had no control of what Mrs. Uh, whatever her name was, was going through. He had no control over anything, and God helped the mother of Jabez, and she bore him with sorrow. But verse 10, listen what verse 10 says. And Jabez called on the God of Israel, saying, Oh, that thou wouldest bless me indeed, uh, and enlarge my coast, uh, and that thine hand might be with me, and that thou wouldest keep me from evil, and that it may not grieve me. And guess what the Lord did? Granted yeah. him yeah. that which he requested. Yeah. He is a rewarder. Yeah. Did you hear what I said? He is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Yeah. Oh God. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Wow. You know, you read about this evil, wicked man. An evil man. His name was Saul of Tarsus. Yep. Evil man. That's what Ananias said. Oh Lord, he's evil. Yeah. And what the Lord say? He is a chosen Holy vessel. Man. He's a chosen vessel. I'm going to use this guy to write half the New Testament. I'm going to use this guy to testify before kings. I'm going to use this guy to go all over the place. You know why he done all that? Because of what he done to the church of God. But he done all of this stuff and God rewarded him with revelations of so many things. Thank God for the New Testament that the apostle was used to write. Yes. Reward. Reward. How many of you go work for nothing? Anybody? <laughs> the man I worked for, we done metal studs and drywall. He took over a job one time, Brother Harold. And it was a school. And uh, the company, before they went bankrupt, and they had men working for one month and hadn't gotten paid. One month. I may have given them a week. But not a month. I got bills to pay. Hey, I'm working for nothing. God does not operate that way. God doesn't operate that way. Here's what I really want to get to tonight. This is what I really want to share with you today. I shared a little bit of this with my dear sister Martha yesterday coming down the road. We are living. Okay, you're all sitting down. Except a couple back. Is that Brother Jacob back there? We are living beneath our privileges. Come on. Wow. Yeah. That's right. That's right. How many of you like to eat anybody? 
sister, thank you for those cookies again. <laughs> One of my weaknesses, I admit it. But listen to what I'm going to tell you. We're satisfied with a, with a sandwich. We're even satisfied with a taco. Maybe even a burrito. When your God and my God has a smorgasbord of steak and salmon and every other good food and rolls and biscuits and fresh bread and desserts that will make your mouth water. And we're happy with a sandwich. We're happy with a taco. We're happy with just a little bit of trinkets. Brother, you said the word possibilities earlier. He is a reward. Yes. He is a rewarder. Some of these men I told you did not live in our time. They didn't get in a car and go to the, to the synagogue and have church. Uh, they didn't have the privilege uh, of going somewhere. There, there's, there's some men, and I'm going to preach about them, God willing. There was a group of young men that were carried off to Babylon. Yeah. There was no synagogue. Nope. There was no temple. They may have gotten together and sought God together. We don't know, but they did do when uh, they had to interpret a dream and, and all that business. But some of these people met business with God, just like yes. what he was talking about earlier. Amen. He's a rewarder. Yes. He's a rewarder. Yes. And sometimes we're satisfied with a sandwich. Wow. He has so much to Yes. He has so much yes. to offer. Yes. He has so much Amen. to offer. Yes. So much Amen. to reward your effort. Yes. He don't write hot checks. Right. He don't tell you come next week for your money. He's a rewarder. Yes. Yes. That's right. And we're living That's right. beneath our privileges. That's right. Here's one for you. The Word of God. How many of you read your Bible every day? Amen. It's a great habit. Yes. It's a great habit. I read the Old Testament in the morning. Before I go to bed, I'm in the New Testament. And then whatever in, during the day. But the Word of God needs to be important in your yes. life. Remember. All scripture. Get that. Get that. But here's one for you. I heard a brother say this. It almost blew me out of the bedroom. Do you know in the 14th chapter of Matthew, the disciples are in a ship and here comes some figure walking on the water. How many of you have ever walked on water? Anybody? I have many times. But it's hard water. Yeah, it's hard water. This was real water. Real water, you throw a rock, woo. And, and, and the Lord says, it's me. Don't be afraid. Fear not. And Peter says, if it's you, bid me to come out on the water. I'm going to say something, and, and, and you're, hopefully you get this. Peter did not walk on the water. He didn't walk on the water. Guess what he walked on? The words of of Jesus. That's what he walked on. He literally took the words of Jesus and he believed them. 
He believed the words of Jesus. Sometimes we try to figure it out. Sometimes we complicate things. Believe the word of God. Believe the word of God. It'll bless you. It'll do so much for you. Remember, we're talking about he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Diligently seek him. Sometimes we need to pray a little more. I'm tired. Pray a little more. Cornelius, give up on that God. No. Keep praying. Keep knocking. Praise God. Read the word of God a little bit more instead of all that other stuff. They're going to brainwash yourself. Do it with that. Praise God. Fast another day. Amen. You know, fasting is, is is a rough one yes, if you enjoy eating like we all do. <laughs> it humbles you. Yes. But you know what? He's a rewarder. Yes. Yes. He's a rewarder. He's a rewarder. Praise God. You're not wasting your time. Someone is keeping score. Did you hear what I said? Someone is keeping score. Yes. The boss shorted me. God will never short me. God will never short you. Praise God. God will never short you. Praise God. Witness a little more. Oh, I should have talked to that man. I should have said something to him. I should have done something. He's a rewarder. It pays to live for God. Amen. Brother, I, I don't want to offend anybody, but I, I've been dying to ask this question. And I feel I'll get the right answer from this group. I've been um, a member of various churches, remember, almost 50 years. And I can only answer this question to a few churches that I've been a part of. But here's the question I have for all of you. And I don't want to offend anybody here, especially my dear brother here. You ready? Is this local assembly a praying church? Is this assembly a praying church? You guys answer pretty quick. You know what? He's going to reward you. He's going to reward you. You're not wasting your time. As we were coming down the road here, we saw these college kids walking around. I was telling my sister Martha, I said, you know what? All it takes is a few of these college kids. You came from there, didn't you? And it'll spread like wildfire, like a grass fire, brother. It'll catch flame here. The brother talked about fire. It'll spread all over the place. Why? Because he's a rewarder. He's a rewarder. I know we have a few gardeners here. But I like to say this. If you plant corn, you get the little kernels, 
and you do what you got to do, what do you usually get? Corn. Corn. Unless they messed up at the seed factory or wherever they put them in a bag. There, there's a real, one of the roughest scriptures in the Bible, if I can use that word. One of the hardest scriptures in the Bible. It applies to all of us. It applies to people out there that don't know God. It applies to everybody. God is not mocked. Whatsoever a man soweth, so shall he also reap. Oh, we got so many needs. Do you pray? Oh, not much. Don't look for a ship to come in if you've never sent one out. Don't look for a financial blessing if you're... Somebody said, I can't afford to tithe. You cannot afford not to tithe. I can't afford to give an offering. You can't afford not to give an offering. He is a rewarder. He is a rewarder. He is a rewarder. I can't tell you how many times I'm driving a 20-year-old car outside. I gave my daughter quite a bit of time, work, and she said, Dad, we're going to help you buy that old car you wanted. And they gave me a check, and I bought a car. If you plant corn, you will always get yes. Yes. If you seek the Lord diligently, he will always reward yes. you. Always. Yes. Always. Yes. Don't let the devil lie to you and say, man, why am I here praying? I could have been home sleeping. You can always sleep. Oh, God. If you're a praying church, and brother, I was expecting a yes. yes. I've been to some churches where they don't pray. Yeah. Wow. And then they wonder. Oh, God, help us today. Yes. Help us today. Yes. There was a man by the name of Jacob slash Israel. But before he became Israel, he was number two. Can you imagine the children of Esau? Yep. The 12 tribes of Esau. You don't read about the children of Esau like you read about the children of Israel. Right. That's, right. That's, right. That's right. But you know why that didn't happen? Because there was a man by the name of Jacob, and he said, I know I'm number two, but I want to be number one. I want to be the, 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 the top guy. And, uh, you know, he, he had some, what would you call that, brother, rough edges earlier? He had some rough edges. And God took care of those rough edges. But that man had a desire. Had a hunger, a thirst for something better. I know the firstborn gets everything, and I'm not going to get nothing but a few little scraps. I'll just get a sandwich, brother, or a taco out of this deal. No, I want the whole thing. 
And he done what he done, but God also took care of him. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. A rewarder. Amen. Some of you here under the sound of my voice, you have some needs. You have some special needs that only God can take care of, that God only knows. We don't share everything with, with people. I share things with Brother Harold, my sister Martha. I share things, but there's things that I don't share with no one but him. Yes. He knows my address. He knows everything about me. But I want some things from God that only he can give. That's right. Amen. And I don't know where you're at today, but there's people that have gotten to the place where, you know what, I'm just going to go to church, I'm going to go through the motions, and you're cheating yourself. Yes. Amen. No, you don't have to drive a brand new car. You don't have to live in the nicest home in, in right. Vermilion or, or have the nicest Brooks Brothers $3,000 suit to wear. That's you don't right. need that. You know why? Because it's all staying behind. You know, the uh, the Egyptian pharaohs, brother, they packed those pyramids. Uh, they packed them with all kinds of stuff. Because uh, they thought they were going to use them in the life to come. Uh, and guess where all that stuff ended up at? Museums, uh, private art collections. Thieves came in. They left it all behind. But my God is a rewarder. Can you believe that tonight? Can you believe that God is a rewarder? A rewarder if you diligently stand with me. Oh God. I don't know where you're at. But I like the fire Brother Harold was talking about. I like the fire Brother David was talking about. It's so good to see him. Just so you know, Brother David, your son that's in, in the Memphis area was talking to a, a dear friend of mine. They were gossiping about me. Good things. Good things. But you know, we control how much we get from God. We control how much we get from the Lord. I never met my uh, my aunt's mother and they gave a story about her. She went to church or they had church service and one of the men after the service was over he started complaining man what a dead service we had today. What a dead service we had today. And she turned around and said, Man, I felt God all over the place. I got something from God in this service. Where were you at, man? Were you in the same building? Amen. That's exactly right. Wow. Whatever you invest in God. If you invest pennies, you might get pennies. But if you invest everything you have, Brother Harold talked about how God changed his life, how God done all these things and God's been good to them. He'll be good to you. My Shalada, my son. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. 
Some of you need to make a commitment to the Lord tonight. Some of you need to quit messing around, going through the motions. I had a little four-cylinder Datsun one time. Listen to this. And I put in four brand new spark plugs. And one of them from the factory was defective. Brother Richie, my little car sputtered. I told my brother, I don't understand. They're brand new. It's defective. It needed all four to run properly. And for you to run properly in the Lord. For you to operate properly in the Lord. For you to have the joy and peace that we talk about in the Lord. You've got to operate properly. We cheat ourselves. Oh, a sandwich is good. There's a steak on the other side. There's a salad. There's a, a, a salad bar and desserts everywhere. And we're happy with a sandwich. Oh, God. Blessed are they that do hunger and thirst after righteousness. For they shall be filled. You know, you guys are at a threshold here. A threshold. Those college kids, Sister Sierra, get me all the time I see them. They need the Holy Ghost. The neighbors need the Holy Ghost. The neighbors at the store need the Holy Ghost. I was talking to the man at Walmart today. I told him what I was doing here. A Mexican boy. Hallelujah. He's a rewarder. How many of you are happy with what you have? What would you do if someone said, if you come and give me a $50 bill, I'll give you $1,000. You would trade that $50 bill for the $1,000. You know, that's basically what the Lord's asking you to do. Give me your 50s. Give me your 100s. And I'll give you thousands. Amen. When my father-in-law was alive, he cheated my wife and I out of $200. And my wife was very mad. I had to hold her back a number of times, brother. <laughs> from going after her dad. Oh, he, she wasn't going to hit him. But she was going to yell at him. I never yelled at my parents. I don't know about you. But he cheated us out of $200. And I said, we're not going to lose your dad over $200. He sold his house. And back then, you could only give your child, I don't know, $9,000. My wife got close to $40,000 from her dad. And I said, remember those $200 that you were crying about? And you wanted to yell at your dad and all this stuff. And she just looked at me and kind of smiled. I said, those $200 turned into thousands. And God's asking you to do the same thing. You know why? Because he's a reward. He's a reward. If you could just take hold of that. He's a reward. 
But he wants something in return. He wants you. He wants your heart. Why don't you guys make your way? Let's pray this through. Let's say, God, I want to I want to seek you diligently. Lord, I believe you're a rewarder tonight. God, I believe you're a rewarder. Help me to pray. Help me to fast. Help me to be a real man of God, a real woman of God, a real child of God. Lord, I know you're a rewarder. Oh God, let me do my part. Lord, reward me for my efforts. God, make me a soul winner, Lord. Help me, oh God, to believe the word of God. You're a rewarder, Lord. These men in the scriptures, Lord, you used them mightily, oh Lord. You rewarded them, Lord. Oh God, help me to seek you diligently, Lord, not casually. Help me to seek you diligently, Lord. God, all these people tonight, Lord, help them, Lord, with their walk with God. Help them to have a prayer life, Lord. Help them to read the Word of God. Help them, oh Lord, to be what they wanted to be. You're a rewarder, Lord. Oh, God, help us to believe. Help us to obey the word of God. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord, to seek you diligently, Lord. To seek you diligently. Oh, he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them. Let's diligently seek Him. Let's diligently seek Him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.